Hello my little angels, come on in, make yourself at home, get nice and cosy. I'm your host Em and welcome to Heart to Heart, the voice note edition podcast. Today's episode is all about self-care. I'm just getting straight in there today. I'm not beating around the bush. I'm not going on and on. I just want to get straight to it because sometimes I feel like, um, do you have to talk shit every single time you come on here? I don't know. But by the way, I hope you're well. Hope you had a great week. Hope you are surviving everything that's going on in the world. Hope you are healthy. Hope you are feeling good. Hope you're not struggling. Yeah, just want to say that before I jump right in. (laughs) I feel like that was very much, hello, welcome, right, today's episode. (laughs) Sorry about that. Love you all so much. I feel like that energy from me was very large and in charge. (laughs) Today's episode is all about self-care. You guys know that I love a bit of self-care. I honestly feel like it makes my life... (laughs) Does anyone else feel like that when you're taking care of yourself? You just get those warm, fuzzy feelings and you get the endorphins and you just feel absolutely fucking sensational. That's how I feel. I honestly just love having that little tiny, tiny bit of me time every day, whether that's putting some perfume on, whether that's going for a bath, just washing my face and putting some glorious skincare products on, which you guys know that I love to do. Whether that may be having a bath, phoning a friend, just loving my little life. Could be watching a YouTube video, could be uploading a YouTube video. There are so many things I love to do that just make me feel like, do you know what, Em? I'm proud of you. This is your moment. This is your moment to shine. I mean, not being funny, every other second of the day I'm being a snack bitch or I'm making meals or I'm going shopping or I'm doing this, that and the next thing, taking the child here, there and everywhere, which by the way, I love. Although we had a slight traumatic event this morning, which I'm not going to talk about. <laughs> he just did not want to listen. And did he want to get in the car seat? Absolutely not. But I love him with all of my heart. But some days you're like, I need my time, okay? And I just think it's so important to have that little tiny, tiny, tiny bit of time for you every day. Because do you know what? You're important. You matter. We need you in the world and we need you to be feeling good. There's no point running around doing everything for everyone and then having nothing in the tank for you because it's just never, ever going to work long term. Sometimes I think that we all have the opinion of if I do 50 things today, that's me being productive and that's me being really, really good and all of this stuff. But actually, all you ever get from that is a fucking sore head. You never get a medal. Nobody's ever sending me a medal or a sticker or anything for everything I do in the day. (laughs) So I've come to the conclusion now where it's like, do you know what? I don't get anything for this shit. I don't get anything from running around the house like a crazy woman all day. So I may as well just not bother. (laughs) I just love that time where it's my time to unwind, relax, going for a bath with a hot chocolate and a glass of water. I like to have a couple of drinks in the bath, sometimes even a bit of cider. Sometimes I have some chocolate in the bath and then I'm in bed at like nine, ten o'clock. I know, I'm absolutely wild. I was actually saying to my partner recently, like we regularly go to bed at like nine o'clock, even on a Saturday. And I just feel like my wild days are over. Like little old um, when she was like 14, 15, 16, having those little cheeky drinks with her friends was literally up all night. And now I'm like, baby girl, you cannot see past 
half 10. If I'm up at half 10, I mean, obviously when I'm not working, if I'm up at half 10, that is honestly like me pushing the boat out, having a wild school night. Honestly, every day that passes by, I am just more and more aware of the fact that I need to be my own best friend. I think we all need to be our own best friend and sometimes we're just so distracted and so demented.com with everything that's going on in life and I think it's really easy to put yourself at the back of the queue especially when you work especially when you're a parent like all of this stuff everybody does it you don't even need to be a parent to do this but we're all just too good at putting ourselves at the back of the queue and sometimes we just need someone to come along and be like do you know what you're important you matter you need to be your own best friend Because in all honesty, it's all good and well you looking after everyone else, but who is actually looking after you? No one's going to come do it for you. You need to look after yourself. So today's episode is all about self-care, like I said, and I want you to go through the five types of self-care that I've been learning about recently. I want to look at myself as a human, as a whole, and I want to do things that are going to look after me in all aspects of my life. Because again, like I said, it's all good and well looking after yourself in one way. There's not just one thing going on. There's so many different things. We are well-oiled machines and we need to be taken care of. And yeah, when I thought of self-care, I just thought like journaling, gratitude, affirmations, but actually there's other things that we need to watch out for. So I just thought I would come on and share this with you guys because you know that I bloody love self-care. I mean, don't get me wrong, don't do anywhere near as much as I should, but I'm getting there, guys. I'm getting there. I'm slowly but surely taking that little bit of time for me. Okay, so the first one is physical self-care. We all know how important it is to look after ourselves. It's literally be into us, you've got to look after yourself, you've got to exercise, blah blah blah. Annoyingly, I hate to be this person coming on and giving you this lecture on a Monday morning, but it's so important. Like, don't get me wrong, I am not a gym goer. I used to be back in the day, baby girl, baby boy, you've not seen me in the gym for like three years. I was actually talking to my best friend Bruce the other night and he was like, oh, I'm just going to the gym. And I was literally like, what's a gym? Because boo, I've not stepped foot in for a long time and do you know what I used to love it I tend to do things like walking and workouts from home that is my thing so when I go for a walk it's obviously with my son and that's incorporated into my day sometimes I'll do like a little YouTube workout or I love fit on if you guys have never done fit on the app oh my god so good you could literally go on the app and type in what exercise you want to do and there's like a gym instructor there showing you how to do it. You can like favourite different exercises, you can share them with your friends and I went through a period of doing that every day for like 13 weeks which was really really quite a long time for me and I never thought I would be the type of person who would have like a workout regime and this is something that I really want to get back into because obviously we're busy, we're all busy. Every single one of us is, this is just life right? But my thing is, if I could do it from home when he's like playing with toys or whatever, I can obviously do it then. I love walking. It's just my therapy. And again, I never thought I would be someone who enjoyed walking, but I bloody love it. I just love it. 
I love when it's cold outside. I love the cold wind on my face. I love it in my hair. I love my hair swooping about in the wind like I'm Beyonce on stage and she's got her little wind machine and she's looking absolutely fucking flawless like she always does. (laughs) That's how I feel, right? And like I said, on that little three-day holiday we went on a couple of weeks ago, we just walked every day for miles And it was just so good, so therapeutic. I love feeling like I'm doing something for myself like that, but whilst also being out in nature. Walking for me is such a multitasking thing. Like I'm getting my vitamin D, I'm getting some fresh air, I'm getting the oxygen going around my body, I'm doing good things for my heart, I'm doing good things for my body and my joints and my muscles and all of that stuff. I'm also clearing my head and I'm being physical at the same time. And I'm doing the exact same things for my son. He's getting out, he's getting the fresh air exercise, which means he'll sleep better, I'll sleep better. It's all good. We've also recently started going swimming obviously we're kind of just holding him in the water we're not really swimming like what we would by ourselves but we're still getting in the pool still doing something new and I think anytime you do anything new for yourself or just anything you like to do that's just self-care within itself I think at some point we've all had the idea of self-care is just too much, takes too long, costs a lot of money. But for me, literally just going for a bath or washing my hair, putting some really nice clothes on, some perfume, like tiny little things that don't even really need to cost anything light me up so much. And I think everyone has got a different kind of self-care. So I think it's just a case of finding what works for you and going for it. So that's number one. Number two is mental self-care. Now this one is a good one. I think with mental self-care, it can be easily overlooked because I'm not going to lie, it feels like work. Mental self-care feels like work. It feels like, oh, do I really have to look at myself? Do I really need to shine a light on everything about me that might not be right in regards to what society would say? But for me, mental self-care is all about allowing my brain to wander and explore and imagine and just be free and to also build myself up. This will come as no surprise, but my favourite way to do this is through affirmations. I talk about it all the time. And by the way, this is so funny. I have got so many messages from you guys being like, I've started affirmations. I love it. I'm already seeing a difference. And that to me means so much because as you guys know, I have been on my own little healing, self-development, who the fuck am I journey. (laughs) over the past few years and as I say all the time I really really feel like affirmations are a major part as to why I feel so good about myself and feel so strong because I have just built myself up over this time and there's nothing anyone could say that would make me feel differently because I know who I am I mean don't get me wrong I'm not all the way there I'm part there I've still got so much more work I want to do but I know who I am and I know what I bring to the table and I know what my purpose on this earth is and I feel like when you know that and when you speak kindness into yourself every single day and you speak love to yourself and you just build yourself up no one can tell you anything you literally transform as a person I mean obviously there's other things that need to be done but 
I just love it. It's done so many good things for me and I'm just so grateful for it. You've got to kind of get over the whole cheesy factor of it. I mean, don't get me wrong, these do change all the time, but today, this week, they are things like I am kind, I am beautiful, I am powerful, I am strong, I am capable, I am loved, I have everything I need within me to get this done, I have everything within me to get through today and I just rhyme them off the top of my head because I just feel this way about myself now. Like when you start them, you don't believe it. You do not believe for a second. It feels cheesy. It feels cringy. It's like uh, embarrassing. But honestly, stick with it and sooner or later, it'll just flow to you and you will feel that way about yourself and your self-esteem will just skyrocket. Because when you know who you are and when you know that you are these things, no one can stop you. So yeah, affirmations are so important. And again, like I always talk about journaling, journaling just gets everything out for me. It makes me feel so much better because when you're feeling really negatively or even if you're feeling happy, you can't always put into words. Like you may say, I feel sad, I feel happy. But what does that mean? Like, what does that actually mean in terms of emotions, in terms of like a word that you can feel? Does that make sense? sometimes I kind of struggle with expressing how I actually feel. So again, journaling for me, it just allows me to take all the thoughts out of my head and put them on paper. Because like I say all the time, I am quite overwhelmed with thoughts a lot of the time. For me, journaling is just so important. And like I said before, I literally love writing it down on paper and burning it, especially if it's a negative emotion. But yeah, I love just doing anything that's exercising for my brain. So like I said, affirmations, journaling, writing things down, even colouring things in. I love going to my singing lesson, that's really good for my mental health. It could be things like reading, playing an instrument, learning another language. I wish I could talk another language. I struggle with English, thank you very much. (laughs) Word searches, oh I love a word search. I love a word search. I think anything that keeps your brain going that's like mentally active is really, really beneficial. We always hear you've got to keep your brain going and I think it's so true. But I think it's really important not to overlook mental self-care. If your mental health isn't good, nothing's good because that's kind of like the centre of everything, isn't it? So definitely love doing some mental self-care. Very important. Number three, emotional self-care. Again, another one that feels difficult. Again, it's like holding a mirror up to all your BS, all your excuses, all of your stories, everything you tell yourself that you can't do, it just shines a light on all of that stuff, which is terrifying, scary, very difficult, but I think it's got to be done. The thing with emotions, I say all the time, you've got to feel them. There is no point pushing them down. They will always come back out, whether that be next week, three years, 20 years. A build-up of negative emotions will have to escape at some point. And I think this is really difficult because none of us want to face it. None of us want to face our inadequacies, our fears, like just things we don't feel like we measure up in. We don't want to face this, but it's so important. We've got to. What are we scared of? This is what I want to know. What are we scared of? If you're having a really bad day where you feel negatively about yourself, why is it that we just take ourselves away and distract ourselves and just push it all down? Like, what are we scared of? The whole emotional self-care thing is so important. I think it pretty much goes hand in hand with mental self-care. And in my opinion, all this other stuff like 
you know, the spiritual and all that, that's all good and well. But I think if you don't have mental or emotional self-care, like if you're not able to do those things, you're really, really going to suffer. And by the way, this is me too. Like I have moments where I feel like mental self-care, physical self-care, emotional self-care, nah, doesn't matter. But it does. It's really, really important. So emotional self-care is all about empowering yourself to feel your emotions. Like I said, we don't want to do that. But I say all the time, we need to get these emotions out. We need to face them. We need to look into them. And I think if a situation happens and you feel like it triggers something in you, that's something that's got to be looked at because that clearly shows that there's something that, you know, it doesn't sit right with you. And there's so many times in my life where I've been triggered and I'm like, oh, that's interesting. That's clearly a part of me that's like not healed or there's something going on there. I think any time you have negative feelings and you let them fester, they're always going to come out and it'll happen in a really unhealthy way. And it always turns into something so much bigger than it had to be. Have you ever heard that thing where it's like you're going around the house and you drop a glass or something and you have a massive like, "Ah, why me, why? And it's like, it was never about the glass. It was never the glass. It was because there's been a buildup of things going on and that has literally been the icing on the cake. It's been the thing that you've lost your shit over and your partner's in the background like, what the fuck's your problem? And you're like, it's everything. Do you know what I mean? Like, is that just me? I promise I'm not crazy. (laughs) Oh God. So emotional self-care is one that I'm learning about all the time and for me it's things like crying, get your feelings out, just get it out, again write them out if you have to, even on the notes section of your phone and delete it after if you don't feel like you want to keep it on your phone. Laughing, so important, laughing, I said in last week's episode, it could literally change your mood in a second getting your anger out, maybe talking to someone about something that's bothering you. Say you've got a friend and you've kind of had like a little bit of a fallout. Are you able to just sit down with them and be like, look, I'm not happy with how this went down. I'm not happy with how you reacted. I'm not happy with how I reacted. And I don't want to go through my life having animosity with people. Can we sort it out? Like, I don't really have beef with anyone, but a couple of times where I have, I've had to just be like, look, we feel different ways about things let's just move on like there's no point I'm just not someone who wants to go through life having negative feelings towards people it hurts you more than it hurts them I promise you and I know it might feel like oh but I'm giving in to them if I'm like be friends with them again or make up with them it'll only ever hurt you do you really think they're sitting there distraught over the fact you've fallen out I mean maybe maybe they're upset but guaranteed it'll hurt you so much more than it'll hurt them so I always just feel like I don't like having beef with people it's just not who I am I don't have the energy I don't have the time life is too precious to have beef with people and I've just learned to let all that shit go like it's just not who I am anyway overall the point of that is just don't let things build up say what has to be said we could literally die tomorrow and I know we'll be dead so technically it doesn't matter but I just don't want my last day on earth to have shit with people do you know what I mean like I don't want to carry any negative feelings it doesn't even need to be an argument with someone it could just be like your opinion on something or how you feel about a situation like I just don't believe in keeping it all in I think we should all just get it out sometimes I think it's just really helpful to talk it out and get it all out there so that is emotional self-care 
again with emotional self-care everyone will have different ways of getting through it and different things you do to make yourself feel better in that department but yeah those are some of mine so number four is spiritual self-care this one is all about looking deep within yourself which again I know is quite terrifying but I love asking myself questions such as who am I what do I love what do I enjoy what do I want from my life what kind of person do I want to be I love to just think to myself, oh, what would I love to do if I could? Like, what would my dream life look like? And I love to just dream it and picture it and all of that stuff. I think spiritual self-care is quite a deep one because it's kind of like, where do you start? I'm not like a complete spiritual person. I love the law of attraction. I love reading books about it. I love listening to podcasts about it. If you want to start getting into all of that stuff, get Rhonda Byrne's book, The Secret, and then get The Greatest Secret. Oh my God, that one is just a level up. It's so good. But for me, spiritual self-care is things like crystals, getting a massage, going for like a really nice healing bath. Again, things like meditation. When you're doing meditation, I literally just lie on top of my bed and listen to a meditation. It's actually, what's it called? It's the Bob Proctor can't think what the name is I think it's like 21 minutes long or something 21 minutes 52 or something Bob Proctor meditation just type it into YouTube and it'll come up it's so good I literally fall asleep every single time because I'm so relaxed and when I wake up it's a very very light sleep and when I wake up I feel calm because my breathing has slowed down my nervous system has regulated I feel clearer because I've been relaxed and like my thoughts have slowed down enough for me to just like whew, get a breathing space for a minute and it's just 21 minutes of heaven I love it but again like I said the meditation and deep breathing they go hand in hand for me and it always makes me feel more connected with myself and anything that makes you feel more connected with yourself or the universe the higher power is basically spiritual and again I don't really want to put like answers into anyone's head or anything like you've got to find your own spiritual route and crystals for me were a good start because I'm like oh what does this one mean protects against this that and the next thing I'm like oh okay I love that it could be you a lot of people think that they're god (laughs) which is quite a good way to look at it like you look at yourself as someone who can get you through anything and I actually find that a really beautiful way of spirituality because if you have that opinion of yourself that you will get through anything no matter what you will and half the battle when you're going through a bad situation is that you don't know how you're going to get through it and when you have that opinion of yourself there's like nothing you can't do so I think that's so beautiful but yeah whatever your spiritual path is is a good way to start so lastly this one might not relate to everybody but I think it will to some capacity so this one is very 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 overlooked and it's professional self-care So this one is all about looking after yourself at work. So it would be things like not taking on too many deadlines, not rushing through your work, not feeling like you've got a hundred things to get through that day and just taking little mental breaks here and there when you need to, like a little minute here and there. I'm really hoping that if you ever feel overwhelmed, you can go to your boss and just have a little conversation about it. I think if you've got someone you can be open with and just speak about things when you're feeling a little bit worried. Because the thing is, right, we work so much, like... A lot of our day, a lot of our week is spent working and I just believe that if you're really unhappy or you're stressed or you've let things build up or you just feel like you can't get through your workload, I think that can eat into so much of your life because you work so much. 
I just believe that if we don't feel good about our work, it can really cause problems for us. It could cause stress, it could make you sick, it could make you anxious, you might not want to go to work, you might just start to feel really low. And I know this won't apply to everybody, obviously we've all got different jobs and whatnot, but I just really think that if you get to a point where you don't feel good, you've got to tell someone. And I don't think we realise the impact of our mental health. If your mental health isn't good, it just ruins everything for us. So yeah, the last one is all about looking after yourself at work. And when you come home, are you able to leave it at the door? Are you able to unwind? Are you able to let it go at the end of the day? And if not, I think it's so important to talk to someone about it. And I know that this one's kind of one of them ones where it's like, it's easier said than done. I am just someone who really believes in being honest and being open and... I think you should be able to approach your boss about anything and if not, there's something wrong there on their end. I know myself that I've had moments where I've felt like I couldn't say anything but it's got to a point where I've had to say something and the conversation went so well and I felt supported and sometimes I think our ego and our pride gets in the way and we just believe that we can't say anything and that we shouldn't speak up and that we should just get on with it but the thing is we all go through mental health and we all go through ups and downs and like I said you've got to work for someone who appreciates that and who understands that you're going to feel up and down occasionally and who will be there to support you but yeah I just wanted to add that one in because I think it's so important so my little honey pies that is the end of today's episode I hope you loved it if you did please let me know to be honest I'm actually only really using Instagram at the moment so if you enjoyed it come over and say hi to us our Instagram handle is heart to heart underscore official and if you want to come say hi on my page it's at Emilia Bell underscore As always, thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much for your support. I would love for you guys to let me know what you want to hear next. But for now, thank you so much for your time. Sending big love as always. And I'll see you on Monday. Bye. Love you.